Hey, John Lim here. We're moving forward with episode 354. I hope everyone had a good Labor Day weekend, much needed break from uh, the end of summer and everything that we've got going on. But today I wanted to complete my discussion following up from last week on bulk actions. So last week I focused a lot on sharing the ability to share multiple items on Poshmark. I think this is a game changer. It's a feature that I use quite a bit. I wanted to share some other bulk action list um, actions that are available as well. Now these I haven't used as much, but they're extremely useful and they have specific applications or occasions that might help you if you have a large number of listings. So just as a reminder, Poshmark has updated the interface slightly. So at the top right, instead of the three dots, you now have an icon that's basically a wrench and another tool crisscrossed. I think it's a ruler. It looks like a ruler. And uh, so that's what you would go to for some of your administrative tools, the, the most frequently used ones, I would say. So when you click on that, as a reminder, you've got your bulk action listings at the bottom and bulk sharing is one of the big ones. That's the one that I use frequently. I briefly mentioned the other two that are available. So let's talk about these and when you might use them. One is for offers. And now I talked about this on prior episodes. And in fact, uh, when we first started on Poshmark our first year, we actually did a Black Friday sale where we dropped the prices on all of our listings and made offers to the people who liked our items. And the way you do that typically is on a single item, you can make an offer, a limited offer to the people who have liked your item uh, that will last 24 hours. Or you can actually permanently change the price uh, through the um, uh, edit, the uh, listing price, and then that'll just make it public. The benefit of doing an offer to people who have liked your item is that it, it keeps it temporary and to a select group. So if let's say 15 people have liked your item, you want to give them an offer. And remember, if someone has liked your item, that shows a level of interest in that specific item. You can run a 24-hour sale and say, uh, take off 10, 20% off the price. You can uh, give them a shipping discount. This is a big driver to move those sales. So offers are great. The tricky part in the past is if you have a large number of items and let's say you want to do a sale on everything, how do you how do you do that? You have to do it manually one by one, and that could be uh, kind of a pain. Now with the bulk action listings or the bulk listing, I think it's bulk actions. I'll just call it bulk actions. You can basically set a discount. So basically you would go to bulk actions and then offers. You can select a percentage off, which is really nice. So it makes it really easy, 10, 15, 20% off. And then from there, you would add a shipping discount. Now for an offer, a shipping discount is required. What's nice is that you've got basically three options for that. You can take a little bit off the shipping price. You can take uh, a little more off the shipping price if you want to just cut it down, or you can offer the uh, shipping for free if you want to take those costs. Now, remember, when you do this, this will come out of your, your proceeds. And then from there, you would check off the items out of your listings that you want to apply this offer to. And this will simply notate this to your likers, to the people who have liked those individual items. They will get a notification that this particular item is on sale for 24 hours with that shipping discount. 
The other option you have is that you can edit the price itself. So let's say instead of running a sale, I need to lower the price on this item. Maybe it's been on in my closet for a while and it hasn't moved. I might want to lower the price or because of scarcity, I need to increase the price. Now, sometimes increasing the price on an item can also be an incentive for it to move, especially if it's a coveted item. And the way you can do this now, instead of doing this one at a time, is if you have multiple listings that you need to do this with, again, go to that wrench icon and under your bulk actions, uh, you have an option to edit the listing price where you can either raise or drop the price and then check off the items you want to actually activate that increase or decrease to. And again, this is a great time saver. I haven't actually used either one of these yet, but I can see occasions where that might be necessary, especially if you're reviewing your inventory, maybe you're running a sale, or maybe time to select certain items to increase or decrease the price on. And remember, use the filter option. I've talked about this on past episodes where you can narrow to a subset and then do those bulk actions too. Similarly, as I talked about with sharing last week. Again, I think this year, bulk actions is one of the big game changers on Poshmark, especially if you have a big store. Even if you don't have one yet, as you start growing, investing more time, creating more listings, this is something that you're going to be using more and more, especially as you need to do an action like sharing or offers or edit pricing on more than one item. It just saves you that time by being able to do this simultaneously. All right. I'm going to devote the rest of this episode. Actually, I want to share a story. Last week, uh, a good friend of mine actually texted me and uh, she and her sister-in-law were thinking about starting a clothing boutique. And so, of course, uh, I was really excited to talk with them. And in fact, uh, I talked with her over the phone and she we got into this great discussion about how to do it. You know, it's something that her sister-in-law has wanted to do for a while. And my friend you know, it was, was going to partner with her on this. So of course it gave me an opportunity to talk about Poshmark because we, we covered everything from, you know, what platform should we use? How do we source products? All of that great stuff. And I'm going to give them a shout out. So, uh, in the write-up for this week's episode, I'll have a link to their store. It's called Izzy and Rose. Great branding, by the way, it basically incorporates both of their names And I'll have it linked in the write-up if you want to check them out and show them some love. But I'm going to basically go through and give them a grade based off of the first. By the time this episode will air, they will have been up for only a week, about a week and a day, which is pretty incredible to see what they've been able to do so far. So I'm going to start, and this will cover some of the fundamentals that I cover in the Poshmark mini-series. So if you want to learn how to set up a business on Poshmark, if you want to start selling maybe as a side hustle, or if you have some extra clothes in your closet, or if you want to explore a new venture, something that you might invest in and grow into a business, something that you might do full-time, check out the Poshmark miniseries. I'll also have that linked in this week's write-up. So let's start with some of the fundamentals. And this is something I've talked about in the past. Branding. Branding is absolutely key for that first impression. And I've seen a lot of Poshmark uh, accounts set up where you can tell the person did not put a lot of time into their branding. And that's okay. If maybe you're a buyer, I think that's fine. 
If uh, maybe you're only selling one or two items and that's it, I think that's okay. But branding can really make a difference. It's the little things that you do that I think can move the needle. So starting with the name, I, I think they really crushed it with this one. Izzy and Rose, it's memorable. It's their avatar. I think it's a great uh, store name and it's catchy. So that's what they named the store. It's at uh, Izzy and Rose. Again, I'll have it linked in the write-up if you want to check it out. Header. They chose a header photo and an avatar, basically a profile photo that matches their branding. And you can see the, the colors that they've chosen, the lettering, everything that they've done really gives a great first impression. You get a sense of what this store is, what this online presence is. So I, I think it's fantastic. They did a great job with it. They covered all the bases in terms of coming up with a with a catchy name, coming up with a header photo, and an avatar. Again, a blank avatar, a blank header photo, a generic uh, Poshmark username. These are things that are going to get you lost in the shuffle because right now, Poshmark is more popular than ever. There are more sellers than ever. So standing out, I think the little things that you put your time into, including the branding, makes a difference. Let's talk about the listing. So they started out with one listing. As of uh, recording this episode, they're now up to about eight. I think by the time this episode airs, uh, they'll probably have quite a few more. But uh, So we, we talked about how to do the listings Again, they, they, I think they've done a great job in creating listings with robust photos, multiple angles, descriptions in the, the header and the body, not just using one word descriptions, but using descriptive language and style tags. One of the things that uh, I, I talked with them about is using all the different tools in the listing to make sure that your listings are as active and as robust as possible. Style tags, as I've talked about on a prior episode, which you can find in the mini-series, I think is Poshmark's version of uh, hashtags, basically indexing your items. You, you, you can use up to three, and they're using them, and I think they're doing a great job with it. Categorizing them, using the different options within the menus. The more you're able to fill out, the more specific your listing will be, and the better it will be for your uh, for your SEO juice, both on the platform and outside of it. They've started using stories. One of the things I impressed at the outset was the newer features that are on Poshmark. And if you're just starting out, this is a great way to stand out. Not everyone is using stories yet. Not everyone is using video yet. So if you are starting out on Poshmark and you start by using those features, those features which are so um, prevalent on social media platforms like Instagram or Facebook, Poshmark has really blended those and integrated those into the platform over the last year or so. So the earlier you start, the more you're going to be able to stand out. And they they actually did something really great, which is, Poshmark gives you basically a store profile. It's called the Meet Your Posher uh, profile. It's just a static um, profile listing where you have your avatar and maybe a little description about yourself. And one of the things that they did was they added a video to that, which I thought was a really, really nice touch. They also caught the attention of another Poshmark seller who welcomed them to the platform. They were proactive in replying and uh, thanking that person for reaching out. One of the keys of being successful on Poshmark is replying to those comments and questions. So I think they did a great job with it. They also used a great tool, which is available 
to you if you want to design graphics with a very user-friendly platform, Canva. They used Canva to create very professional-looking graphics and videos. Canva is a really great tool. There's a, a free version which has a lot to offer as well as a premium version. And uh, they've been great about sharing out their listings. I've talked about this before. One of the biggest mistakes that I see uh, new poshers make, even ones that have been on the platform, and I made this mistake when I started out, is not being proactive with your listings, not sharing them out, not following other people who follow you, not sharing out their listings. You got to be proactive in the Poshmark community. They've been doing this since day one. And in less than a week, they now have, what, over 800 followers, which is pretty phenomenal just starting out and without any major social media presence outside of Poshmark. They've been able to get the attention of other Poshers. And the way they do that and the way they've done that, as I've talked about, branding, robust listings, stories, and really being proactive. I think they've done a great job with it. So if I had some recommendations and I've shared this with them, I would say use more video, start using video in the listings, uh, be consistent with the photos. So right now they're just setting up their studio. So some of their listings they're taking uh, with uh, items that they've listed um, that are in various uh, environments. I think it's best to have a consistent location or locations if you if you want to mix it up, maybe a two or three. But they're in the process of setting up their studio, which is great. And a studio can be just a corner of your house with some nice decoration and good lighting. But uh, once you have that consistency, that's really going to be part of your branding. So those are some of the things that I've recommended to them, and I think they're going to start doing some of these as they get more listings out. Overall, if I had to grade them, I'd give them a a solid A, just out the gate, really solid, really strong. And I think uh, if they continue with this kind of uh, effort and energy that they're putting into it, and by the way, they're both very busy people. They have other things going on, and so they're just maximizing the time that they spend on the platform. And I said, You can spend even just a couple minutes a day getting started with your store, but spend those couple of minutes. Make it part of your daily habit, your daily routine. That's how you're going to get traction. I mean, 800 some odd followers, by the time this airs, it'll probably be close to uh, 900 or 1,000, means you've got 800 potential customers, 800 people who are following what you're doing, what you're listing. That's huge. That's significant. So be proactive. I've talked about how Poshmark listings are like digital pets from the 90s. You just got to be proactive with them. You got to share those listings out. You got to answer questions. Keep those uh, listings robust with the descriptions and the visuals. Those are going to be some of the keys to success. And these two are on their way to being very successful on the platform. So show them some love if you're on Poshmark. Follow Izzy and Rose. Reach out to them. I think they're going to do very well on this platform. If you want the mini-series, again, I've broken down everything in the Poshmark mini-series. So check it out. It'll be in this week's write-up. It's also on the mini-series homepage, which is available on the website at bemovingforward.com. I hope you're having a great week, and I'll be back next week.